Hey, what's up? It is Super Bowl Monday, the day after the big game. Let me ask you a question. Pretty important question. You went through all that. You did all those things you did. Did you wake up this morning a winner? I hope so. Let's talk about it. All right, all right. I'm going to get under your skin with this one, I think. It's just going to be a little bit tough for you to listen to. I hope you stick around. We're going to talk about uh, how things around us make us winners. Here, we're going to talk about all those good things that happened to you because your team won the Super Bowl, right? You all, all the things in your life got so much better because you and your team kicked ass. <laughs> that, that's... Ah, come on now. That's really what it comes down to, right? That's right. You, you did all, you made all those preparations. You got all in your business about getting all this stuff done so you could be ready for the big game. Let's see, you spent $300 on alcohol. Oh, here's the big one. Here's something you probably ain't thinking about. Can you imagine the dude woke up this morning realizing he couldn't afford it, but he went in and spent that $14,000 dollars to go sit in the stadium and celebrate people who have millions of dollars how's that feel man did you win (laughs) can you imagine what you could do with fourteen thousand dollars in your meager existence and we blow that whole wad on one big event spend the next five years paying it off by year two, hell, by six months from now, you're going to be going, oh, and she's going to be going, oh, and you're both going to be going, oh. He probably woke up this morning, got laryngitis. You're over there saying to yourself, oh, hey, honey, I got to go to work today, but I can't because I got laryngitis. Can you imagine, right? There's some of you out there. There's some dude out there woke up this morning, and he had to call his dad, his uncle, his brother, his wife. Can you imagine calling your wife today and saying, Oh, honey, I got one phone call. I'm in jail. He was afraid to call her last night, so he waited. She figured you're out hoeing around or doing what you do after the Super Bowl, and you ended up getting a DUI on your way back to your hotel room, right? Or wherever you're at. On the way back home, you went over to a buddy's house. You guys went over there and partied it up good, and you're winning now. Y'all won. You won the game, right? You're coming home feeling all big in your britches, and then you looked in your mirror, and what would you see? (laughs) Now that would suck right can you imagine but i guarantee someone did someone did hey let's talk about things like the super bowl and valentine's day and christmas and and all these institutions all these moments in our life when we get to be winners for a day you ready for this let's do it all right all right so i dropped off the grid on thursday has some more important stuff to do. Not that you're not important, but when it comes to hanging out with winners, I spent the whole weekend doing it. Went to the regional wrestling competition in Colorado Springs, Colorado, supporting my grandson. 165-pounder, badass. He fought until the end. And it's funny, but there was a point in that whole thing. He, he, he lost to a guy he'd beat three times, set him back. He was wrestling for fourth or fifth place. Fifth place, you don't go to state. Fourth, you do. Showed up on the mat after almost wanting to quit, right? He said, screw it. But he knew it was a stake. I had a conversation with him. Next thing you know, guess what? He's on the mat and he's battling for it. Two to four, he's down. 
He grabbed the guy, threw him in a headlock, pinned him in the second round. He's going to state. He was a winner. He came away with something that he went after, that he created, that he trained for and he struggled for and he cried over. And he came out a winner. Watch that Super Bowl. Drank all that beer, spent all that money. What did you spend? Probably four or $500 if you got off easy. Getting things ready, everybody drinking, having a good time. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't you hate to be that dude, right? That dude and his old lady, they go to their buddy's house, and there's a big party, a lot of beer, and they're doing shots, and, and they're over there feeling like winners, right? They're over there with their team, regardless of which one it is, and they're, yeah, yeah, way to go, yeah. Come out of that game. You come out of that game, there was your friend saying, no, you probably, hey, call an Uber, dude, call it. No, no, I'm fine, I got it, I'm fine, I got this. All right, bro. Yeah, right. One last hoo-ha, and then you jump in that car, and dude drives about two blocks down the road. Cop pulls in behind him, pulls his ass over. Now he's sitting in jail. <laughs> I'm feeling like a winner. <laughs> that shit's not funny, but that's the truth. Or how about here's another scenario. Come up, come up with a couple winners, a few winners in the crowd, right? You're there hanging out. You're at the bar, a bunch of people in, in their respective colors, they're all rolling hard, right? And then all of a sudden, somebody pops off something. You're feeling bad about, about halftime, right? And you're thinking, oh, no. Next thing you know, some dude's in your face. You're getting a fist fight, right? And the dude happens to be your brother-in-law. You'd be, you blah, 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 blah. The next thing you know, you're in jail, too. You and the old lady getting that big-ass fight. You're just like, I hate you. I don't know why you always do this. They go on that, that cycle that you go in when you drink too much. Feel like a winner then. <laughs> I'm not laughing about it. Not funny. We're doing it, though. If you're going to go after something, you're going to involve something in your life. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm the dumb guy in the room, right? No one's listening to me. But I know one thing. I know if you're going to make your life, if you do shit that makes your life better, your life gets better. You know, they spent all that time, all that money doing this sacred, sacred event that we all can't resist. And guess what happens? You're probably thinking, this ain't none of your business, man. If I like watching football, I like watching football. I get that. I get that completely, right? I'm there with you. I don't want nobody telling me whether I can do my podcast or not. I don't want anyone telling me, hey, you got to do this. You got to do that, right? But there's a question for you here, and that is, how'd it go? How'd it go, right? How much better in your life are you are you living today because of what you did yesterday? All that money, all that time, got in that argument, made friends, made enemies, right? That's all I'm talking about. I'm going to talk about something even more important than that. There's another one coming up. There's another opportunity for you to be a winner question is will it work let's talk about it better watch out they got another one coming at you yeah that's right valentine's day is coming up what is it oh man i think it's tomorrow i look down at my computer i hope that date's right i mean i don't know but i think tomorrow's valentine's day oh my goodness another opportunity for you to be a winner Another opportunity for to for you to put resources, effort, and time, and anxiety, and angst, and all that into making that relationship better. Because that's also important to everyone in the world, right? All these people that came up with this big plan for us to live our best life, right? 
go spend a let's see 200 bucks on dinner you got to buy 100 bucks worth of accessories that is the candy box of candy gotta get some flowers they gotta be pretty flowers she gotta go get her some new underwear <laughs> right hey god did that dinner do that thing and then you're gonna wake up the day after valentine's day and everything is gonna be like it never was before i mean it's like oh my god baby i love you so much i can't get enough of you oh yeah oh thank goodness we have valentine's day if wasn't for that one day a year we would all be divorced right <laughs> I mean, that's that's how we play it. And again, guess what? We walk away, and you see on Facebook they do that that celebration, that public world celebration of an event that everyone's involved in. We all did the same thing, and then we throw it out there like, "Hey, well, look at what I did," and everybody's all surprised and congratulating. It's like, "Oh yeah, look what he did," and then you throw your picture up, and then everybody does the same thing for you, and we all get a get to be winners i all got great relationships <laughs> man if only it were true if only that was the case right come on come on let's talk about things that actually make you a winner right what are you gonna do today that actually that you get to win at and i'm not talking about anything complicated I mean, it might be something as simple as you know, that little word game, that uh, word game where you put words together, they give you a bunch of letters, and you got to get as many words as you can, right? Fill in the boxes. Even something like that. That That is actually the opportunity to be a winner. And then you collect all that prize money, right? You collect all that, all that dough, that cash, so you use that. You don't have to work nearly as much now because you're having such a good time chasing these opportunities to win. <laughs> here's a here's a little secret for you i don't know if there's i don't know if everybody realizes this but you do realize that when you go into another i know an organization that is set up to give you the opportunity to win money while you may win the odds are you're not going to and so basically you seize the opportunity to give your hard-earned money away so you can walk out a loser because I guarantee, no matter what they tell you, no matter what anyone wants to say, because let's face it, we're not honest about our losings when we gamble. I don't gamble. I've gotten to the point where I two bucks, it's like, oh, okay, that was too easy. My money's too important to me. But let's just say that that's not you. Let's say you roll in there and you gamble. Do you know how many people lie about their gambling, about how much, oh, yeah, no, I never lose. Everyone you talk to, oh, no, we don't, you know, we don't do too bad. I think I'm up this year, right? Well, if that were the case, there wouldn't be any casinos. There wouldn't be any reason for them to be in business because you're the one that's supposed to be giving your money away. The people who run a casino, they're not in the business of giving their money away. Now, why do we do it? Why, why would we work all week, right? You work all week. You bust your ass all week. And there you are. It's Friday night, and, and she says, hey, or he says, hey. Want to go to the casino? We go hang out and get some free drinks and throw a few dollars in the machines. And you go, oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be good. I'll go play some Texas Hold'em, and, and I'll come out of there a million. I'll come out of there a winner. Come out of there. We can come out of there winners, right? And what's funny about that is even when you don't win, you feel good about it because you remember the moments that you did when you were sitting there at that flashy machine with all those lights and that experience. And, of course, they ply you with alcohol, loosen up the purse strings, get you all excited and enjoying what you're doing, right? 
dumping all that money in there. And then even when you come out and you dumped a thousand dollars or $500 or $300, even though you need to replace the battery on the car, you're down there. Oh yeah. Yeah. We should have, that was fun. Oh yeah. Right. Feeling like a winner. You take a look at where we are. You take a look at all this information keeps coming at us. There's a point when we got to stop and say, wait, put the brakes on and say, is it working, right? Am I really winning at this game called life? Stick around. I'll help you figure it out. No, you know, I, I know, I know, I can feel it. I can feel it. People are like, whoa, what is this? And, and maybe it's just partly because I'm not that entertaining. I'm not, it's, there's a fine line. Let me just tell you this. There is a fine line between being entertaining and getting a message across, right? But I keep talking about this. Hey, guys, over here, look, over here. Hey, hey, um, it sucks not to have enough money. Hey, stop spending. Hey, it sucks not to have any time hey hey it sucks not to have a great relationship because you never have time to like hold hands or kiss on each other or, or roll around in the sheets hey hey that's who i am right there i'm just making noise right and it all comes down to one thing uh you know why you watch the super bowl because your dad watched the super bowl you know why he watched the super bowl because his dad watched the super bowl you know why he watched the super bowl because his dad watched the super bowl you know why you drink and you buy all kinds of alcohol and you buy all kinds of food just to make you fat for the Super Bowl? Because your dad, your mom, your grandma, your uncles, your aunts, everybody around you is buying all that stuff for the Super Bowl. Why do we do it? Because it's fun. Because it's fun, right? We do it because it inspires. It gives us an opportunity to be part of a team, be, be part of the pack, right? Yeah, let's get them. Man, that's cool, right? And take a minute here and let me ask you this. Can you imagine if you were able to do that, recreate that in your own personal life? Not It's your own little personal Super Bowl thing. You get to be a winner, you and your partner, you and the people in your life, right? You get to be like, yeah. That's where we're messing up. That's where all this thing goes right. I am not about trying to just extinguish the joy and the happiness and contentment and the unity and the, the success, the sheer success of the Super Bowl. There are definitely people who make a lot of money whose lives are significantly increased because of what happens on that field on that night with all those people watching. The problem we're facing here is a simple one. What's it doing for all of us dumbasses who are standing around going, yeah! <laughs> I mean, no, and I, I didn't mean to say that. I'm not really trying to call anybody out on it I because mean, I'm a dumbass, too. I watched it last night. I watched the Super Bowl, had my 12-pack of Coors beer. I like that light stuff. I don't want to get all caught up in flavor and stuff like that. I drink beer for one reason, because it's cold, and it kind of gives me a little bit of an edge, right? And you're supposed to drink at the Super Bowl. You can't go to the Super Bowl and not drink. And I imagine, like, in Colorado, hell, I bet there was some people smoking a little bud there going, blunt right what did all of that time and all that money now because think about it we think well you know it ain't nothing it's 400 bucks right do you think about how many hours you have to work to make 400 right and of course if you had a sucky job like i used to have 
right? Working. I mean, I, I didn't do too bad. 400 bucks was earned pretty quick for me, but still. But the days when I was working concrete, right? I'm making 10 bucks an hour. Can you do the math on that? $400 is actually more than a week's worth of work at 10 bucks an hour. Because I was only bringing home 320 because of taxes, right? That's a lot of money to be paying for a headache, a DUI, having to go buy flowers the day before Valentine's Day so you can kind of kiss and make up to your partner because you got all pissy with it, drank too much tequila, thought she was a tough guy, and she was a subject of your wrath, right? Oh, yeah, I'm a winner. Woo! I think I make my point. I think I'm making my point here. We've got so many things set up in our life that are designed for one purpose, to keep our eyes on the prize, to keep our eyes, keep us energized about the wrong things. Back to that issue of imagine what your life would look like if you approached it like you're getting ready for the Super Bowl. You put that much energy and effort into any aspect of your personal life. Can you imagine, imagine how much better it would be? That's what I'm talking about when I talk about being a winner. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about taking your life to the next level. Huh. Am I, are you tired of this? I hope not. Stick around. I'm going to give you the pointers. I'm going to give you three steps you need in order for you to get there. It's not rocket science. You don't even have to be able to read and write to figure this one out. Let's do it. Man, you know how many times I get looked at like I've lost my damn mind? I mean, I mean, really. really. I, I, I'll, I'll come up with some idea. Even, even my own family sometimes. I'll get a look from my wife. And, and I, I, I kind of feel some empathy for her because she has to listen to me walk through this analogy of life in my head and, and verbally. I spend a lot of time talking to myself about things that are going on, which in my opinion, and I think somewhere in history, it's been said that talking to yourself is an indication of higher intelligence. So, and if you ask me, I'm one of the smartest people <laughs> you'll ever know, right? So, but let's jump into this thing. So what does it mean to create winning situations in your own life? How do you become the winner in your own personal Super Bowl? Well, it really comes down to defining goals, defining those winning elements, those things that would actually elevate you to the level of winner, right? You you know what it is with the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is they have to push that ball across the line both directions for, what, five hours or whatever by the time you watch all the commercials and all the pregame and all that. But right, but that's the goal, right? Same thing holds true for you. I mean, my, I talk about Valentine's Day. It's coming up, right? It's the 13th of February. T- tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Oh, my God. You ready for it? Imagine for a second if you turn it into your own personal Super Bowl. Maybe maybe even if you don't forego all of the expense. Let's just say that you use all of that money and those resources that you're going to use to take them out to dinner, to buy them candy, to send them flowers, to treat them special, Right? What if you actually involved that and approached that from the standpoint of getting a win? Now, what would a win look like in your relationship? It would be like you spend fourth of the 14th of February and you're looking at each other and you're talking and you feel like you've gotten connected. And maybe that's the point when you sit down and you go, hey, baby, you know, I'd really like to love you more. I'd like to be kinder to you. I want to make our relationship as important as it was when I first met you. I want to feel that way again. That ain't how most guys do it, right? We're like, oh, God, what? 
What do you want? Right? What do you want? What? What? Oh. She's over there looking at you like, God, what happened to him? He looks like Jabba the Hutt, right? You want to add some fire to your life. You want to add some fire to your relationship. You know, it's really simple. Just create a team. Become a team. And as a team member, what you do is you look at each other and you say, okay, this is the goal. This is the goal, team member. We're going to move our relationship down the field. We're going to move it down the field from where it is at mediocre or maybe at risk. And we're going to, we're going to charge hard and we're going to establish these strategies for progressing our relationship down the field towards excellent, towards amazing, towards, man, I can't believe how amazing our life is, right? And then you do it. That would be cool. That would be worth 400 bucks, I bet. 400 bucks. But in order for you to do it, you have to address the first step of the process, and that is to sit back and say, okay, shh, be quiet for a minute. I'm thinking. Be quiet. I'm thinking here, right? I'm just I'm trying to get my head here. And you spend some time thinking about where you are what you'd like to do, what things you think would improve your 14th of February. That'd be the point when no matter what else happens in the universe, that is an opportunity for on the 15th, you both to wake up with a renewed sense of commitment towards each other. A new renewed sense of, of ownership and pride in what you are working toward, where, where it isn't an argument about who does the dishes. If the argument is anything, it's about who gets to do the dishes. And it isn't an issue of, what do you want me to do again? It's an issue, how can I help you, darling? Don't waste that money. Don't waste that candy money, that dinner money, all that stuff you do, the flower money on nothing. Get yourself a copy of Brene Brown, The Power of Vulnerability. Download it on Audible. Go buy it and sit there on Valentine's Day and spend some time kissing and rubbing lotion on each other and and being romantic to each other and, and listening to Brene Brown and talk about where you want your relationship to be. I guarantee you by next Valentine's Day, you'd be like, yeah. Hey, baby, you want to do what we did last Valentine's Day? She'd be like, yeah, 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 let's do that again, right? Oh, now that's what it takes. And the reason we're not doing it is because we don't have the attention span to do it. No one is, no one is, how many people have you ever heard tell you this? Because you're not going to hear it. Because the world don't want you to know it. Well, don't care about whether your relationship is good because if it's bad, people still make money, just not you. If it's bad, you get all pissed off. You're like, I'm leaving. You go, I'll leave then. And the next thing you know, someone makes some money. Those two attorneys, they're like, yeah, hey, listen, I think we can get him for this. Oh, hey, I think we can get her for that. Hell, spend $400 a year on flowers, a few audible books, spend the rest of the year talking to each other about how great it can be and, and fixing problems and being best friends again. And I guarantee what? It'd be a hell of a lot cheaper what's going to happen if you don't decide to win at your relationship. All right, all right. Let me go ahead. Let me tell you this. Let's start by talking about my wife and I. I'm talking about relationships and stuff and how to just improve the any aspect of your life, right? But talking about my wife and I, we are, um, we roll pretty tight. We don't have any issues, but my wife does have to endure a whole lot of this 
noise because I really do. There's a part of me I kind of get off on these tangents every once in a while about it being a conspiracy because I really don't know if it's organic or it grew this situation that we live in, this life we live, and how our lives work is organic or it's actually a big plan. And my tendency is to believe it's a big plan, right? And I think that is only because I think people or the people that at at, at that are in charge, the people who use us to generate their revenue have figured out that the less time we spend thinking about ourselves, the more time we spend taking in information from them, the more likely we are to believe what they're telling us. It's just a, it's a natural equation, right? And so I think if you want to be a winner consistently and be in control of your own wins, apart from the Super Bowl or any outside or external opportunity you might view or want to get engaged in the first thing you have to do is you have to have a little time think about it you you don't have you you don't spend an hour a day thinking about you you don't spend an hour a day talking to yourself about like hmm i wonder why i it's so important for me to have all this crap in the basement hmm. i wonder why it's why why did i plant a friggin garden right i mean it's like am i trying to be my mom my dad my grandma grandpa I mean, I don't even like gardening, really. It's all weeded over. I mean, and that's that's really the way you can tell, right? You can tell just by looking at your life, right? The shit you hate to do you is not getting done. Or if it's getting done, it's getting done half-assed, or you're doing it half-assed and you're angry about it. In order for you to figure that out, you have to start by thinking about you. I know for a fact most people don't like mowing lawns. They don't like. I definitely don't like pulling weeds, and yet... I mean, call me stupid, but if that's the case, then what sense does it make for me to be able to look around at most, in most communities, in most places in this country, and I'll see a yard with weeds or with a lack of weeds and a whole lot of resentment, right? The reason we're seeing weedy yards and yards that aren't being taken care of is because the culture's changed. It's not working like it used to work. We're not, we're not being influenced by the idea of buying a house. I don't care how many TV shows we have on HGTV. The, the truth is people are starting to realize, wait a minute, this sucks. If I'm going to work all week, I'm going to bust my ass all week making money. I'm going to buy some shit that's exciting, right? And the reason we're not doing it is because we don't have enough time in our lives to actually figure out what it is we want to do or who the hell we are. You got to spend time with yourself. You got to start sorting out the lies from the truth. I guarantee you getting up at 530 in the morning is not your idea of hell yeah. I dare you to prove me wrong. I dare you to to just test my theory and, and pick some to pick one thing. And I, I, I say relationship. Pick that relationship and become a badass at it. Tell her, hey, listen, you're on my team, baby. What are we doing? We're going to conquer this thing. We're going to make our relationship so frigging great that we can't stand being away from each other. And believe me, I know what that's like, right? My biggest fear, I mean, I love, I love everything about my wife and even the things I don't love, I love, right? That's just how cool it is when you're in the, in the, in the, in the, in the game together, when you're waking up and you're saying, okay, what would make her happy? What would make him happy? What would make his life easier? What would make her life easier? And then you do it, right? I dare you. I dare you to take this Valentine's Day and make it the best Valentine's Day ever because amid all that other stuff you're going to do, the candy and the dinner, 
you sit down with your partner and you say, hey, baby, I want to be winners at our relationship. doesn't matter what's happened in the past. I don't care about that because that's not going to change anything. What I want to do is I want to wake up every day and I want to make a promise to you that I'm going to be kind to you. And you make that same promise to me. And I'm going to make a promise to you that I will help you. I will, I'll get up. If you need help, you say, hey, can you help me with this? If there's something bothering you, I will do my best to fix it. And a big part of that promise is to tell yourself and your partner, hey, listen, I promise to do this every day for the next year. I can't wait till next Valentine's Day. I can't wait. I can't even imagine where we're going to be next Valentine's Day. You in, baby? You in? That's how you become a winner. That's how you take your life where you are and you move it down the field. You score. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, right? Right. If you're going to engage your resources, if you're going to spend money and energy doing things, chasing things in life, for God's sake, make sure that the benefits are yours. Make sure that you're the one that benefits from all that hard work, from all that money, from all that time, from all that effort. Stop giving it away. There ain't a guy on that field last night that's thinking about you today. There ain't a guy on that field. There ain't a guy that owns those guys on that field that are thinking about how great your life is. They're already talking about pushing their ball down the field. They're already talking about becoming winners. Can you imagine being the guy that came up with this great plan, right? Hey, let's just give them a bunch of things to think about. Yeah, you think it'll work? Oh, yeah, I think so. We we did. You remember we sold them on that grass thing? What? Yeah, you remember that the grass? Everybody has grass. They 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 take care of it. They water. They feed it, and and it costs some money, and it takes time. And you know the cool part is, in order to have a grass, have a lawn, you have to be in debt, right? They buy the house. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I remember. Let's just keep it rolling, right? <laughs> I'm not trying to clown you, but that's the reality, right? You spend all those, we spend all these resources of time, money, and energy engaged in activities that add nothing to our life and don't make us winners, don't move our ball down the field. Maybe it's time you start. Maybe it's time you say, hmm, why am I doing this again? And how much better will my life be tomorrow because of it? You start thinking like that. And that's when your life gets better. You start thinking about who you are. And what you love to do about your team and how you can make your team stronger, how you can set your goals and go after them. And and it's not a struggle. It's a challenge. You're like, yeah, let's do this. You ready? Go. I'm just one guy making a whole hell of a lot of noise. And I don't know if you can tell, but I'm I'm figuring it out. I'm not going to walk like the rest of them. I'm going to walk like me for me. Because that's the one sure way that I can be a winner. Jump in here with me. Start thinking about who you are, what you want, what inspires you. Build a story in your mind about it. Talk about it with your friends. Tell your family where you're going with it. Get that energy level as high as possible. And then take that first step and don't stop. And before you know it, you're going to get there. Hey, listen, until next time, I really appreciate you tuning in. I'm not stopping. It's just getting better for me. The book is going great. I'm not sure. I'm hoping it'll be out by December of this year. Great, great, great Christmas gift. All right? 
Grab a hold of it. Serve every interaction you have from a platform of kindness, and I guarantee your life will continue to get better every day. Until next time, my name is Chris Hopkins, and this is your Best Life Defined.